Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's National Surprise Drug Test Day. Thank God it's the week before Talent Toke happens next week in Vegas. Hey, kids, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel. All right, all right, all right. Cheeseman. This is Chad. Is it live or Memrex? So wash. And on this week's show, Indeed backs up, Career Builder shrinks up, and Fama <laughs> levels up. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel uh-huh. brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Vegas, baby. Holy shit. <laughs> God, dude, the, just the preparation for getting ready for this. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit much. It is. It is. I'm going to spend spend uh, the weekend drinking uh, Gatorade <laughs> and sleeping, I think, to help prepare for yeah. this. Pedialyte. Yeah. I would go with Pedialyte. Get some Pedialyte, cut it with some something like cranberry juice or something like that. That is the fucking breakfast Pedialyte. champions. Here, I'm going to go one step further, my friend. Yeah. On camera, I'm showing you. Zbiotics. It's a uh, hangover hangover Ooh. remedy that I'm oh. going to be trying uh, in Vegas. So uh, oh, I like that. Pray for me, America. Pray for me. <laughs> well, that being but, said, oh my God, let's get the shout outs, baby. First and foremost, shout out to Text Colonel. That's right for being crazy enough to bring us on stage with them during the vendor summit with our buddy Chris Conrad. Conrad. Uh, 
talking about whether vendors should be building, partnering, or buying in a new AI chat GPT automation world. Uh, TextKernel is le- legit. Them, I mean, they bought Sovereign, who's the legit o- OG, right? Yeah. But, but they're the legit OG of this, doing the hard stuff, the heavy lifting, the white labeling so that vendors can focus on their core products. So check us out at the at the vendor summit. And and they are uh, piling on the talent in the US. <laughs> yes. Every day I see a new LinkedIn update like congratulations new job at TextKernel is what I, so like they are the troops are uh, on the beachhead if you will of America and it's uh, nice that we're taking the stage with them yeah. before they become too cool for us uh, in the states. <laughs> oh, knock on wood. That that's not going to happen. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. But yeah, that's just the beginning of a jam-packed schedule. Yes. I'm glad that's early, by the way. That is early. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's like, dude, you got to get there early so we can do it. Okay, cool. So so then we got a Ferris wheel, which is probably not the right thing to say. It's like a, a glass container, a glass egg yeah. on a tire going around Vegas. Anyway, it's it's uh, the it's the high roller event. Yes. Apparently, it's sold out. Uh, this is our friend's hiring branch mm-hmm. uh, that's having us come in. It's 30 minutes of all you can drink. By the way, shout out to to Evan White. Yes. Who comes up with the coolest shit. Dude is PR extraordinaire. We'll yes. get to more of his events here in yeah. a second. But yeah. but this guy, if you're looking for a PR, came up on, on LinkedIn. Anyway, he actually created a little card for everyone that's attending this thing yeah. that they can share on LinkedIn. Uh, he's also got a talent token, which we'll talk about in a minute. Anyway, to Evan, shout out to you, man. You are above and beyond. And by the way... My man sent me a golden tequila panther. Did you get one of these? <laughs> it's it's like Sex Panther's evil twin. It's a golden, it's like a, a, a liter, a full liter of tequila in this golden panther and it has like emerald eyes oh it's shit. insane it okay, has so- it has capped off my basement bar like I never thought I could. He sent me a, a, a tequila cowboy boot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was delicious. It's already fucking gone, dude. It, it was delicious. I usually don't do tequila because it makes me bulletproof when I get in fights. But I can do it at home because yeah. there's nobody to get in a fight with. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. We really appreciate that. Let's feed Chad as much tequila as possible in <laughs> Vegas, everybody. Let's, Not gonna let's buy him all the tequila we possibly can. But yes, High Roller, uh, that's our second gig, and it keeps yes. rolling from there. Yes. <laughs> Nothing like being locked up with Chad and Cheese for half an hour with all the drinks you can you can stand. Anyway, uh, shout out to Plum.io. Not only are they awesome at making sure that we have great Canadian maple syrup for the next five years of our fucking life. <laughs> Caitlin, Neil, Jason, and the whole team, they're going to make sure that Cheeseman gets fed one night, and that's not cheap. So thanks for dinner. We can't wait to see you. And if you haven't yet, go to plum.io and take that plum assessment. That's right. And there's no, this is no buffet, baby. So uh, <laughs> get the pocketbook out. Paying loonies because uh, we're, eat- we're eating on the Canadians. Take off, Lee. We're doing our movie. Don't wreck our show, you hoser. So then it's back to business for us. And Ooh. we've partnered with Work Human yep. to be in their booth for a whopping four hours of recording, palm pressing, baby kissing, T-shirt <laughs> giveaways, maybe shots, maybe beer. Yeah, the party keeps rolling on in the Work Human booth. So if you're if you're there on Wednesday, make sure you stop by and say hi or listen to uh, the interviews that we're conducting while we're there in the booth. But that's that's pretty exciting. Yes, and they have a what they're calling a gratitude bar, but I'm not sure that it has alcohol. So more than likely, Chad and Cheese will be bringing the alcohol to the work human booth, and they and they scheduled four hours, which I think is legitimately crazy. But hey, I appreciate it. We'll be there. They they've decided not to go all the way. Just the tea. <laughs> so fortunately, we'll be we'll we'll be taking it all the way. <laughs> So shout out to Maya and the crew over at Tadio for orchestrating another drinks with the Chad and cheese event at the Vesper bar in the Cosmo. 
Mm. Have you seen this place? Dude. <laughs> it's, it's sick. It's gorgeous. It's on totally the, sick. It's, it's, it's on. Okay. I'm going to say that this is more of the Chad brand where if it smelled like Mexican pizza, it would be more of the cheese. <laughs> this thing is fucking gorgeous, man. I can't believe. Obviously, Vegas is above and beyond just about in everything that they do. But this bar in the Cosmo is it, just an amazing venue. So thanks to Tadio. And hopefully you've been lucky enough to actually get your seat. If you haven't, uh, go to chadcheese.com, click on events. And then in the upper banner, the entire header, there's a click, just click for sign up and you might be able to get in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chad, you mentioned Taco Bell and our next (laughs) event might just lead everybody to Taco Bell. It will match Arnie. That's for sure. (laughs) Just saying you were there at the first ever one is worth it. Uh, Talent. Toke. I thought this was a joke uh, when I first saw it, but our friend, our friend Evan, has uh, coordinated an event at uh, Bellagio. Yes, is that right? Yeah, with the fountains. The fa- oh, the fountains. Yes. Okay. All right. So apparently, the best of the best green is going to be available. Just go because you were just said you were there. Go to talenttoke.com, Sign up. It's going to be crazy. And uh, yeah, I hope Gordon Ramsay's pub and grill uh, <laughs> are ready for the onslaught at Caesars after I get uh, a whiff of what's going on at Talent Toke. Yeah. And from my understanding, we're getting the best of the best from Cookies, a brand of, uh, you know, the ganja. Can't can't wait to get a little Cookies. And and what else could happen at all right, Talent all right, Toke? All right. <laughs> then right after Talent Toke, shout out to Pando Logic, who we're meeting at the Selfie Museum. We're going to the Selfie Museum mm-hmm. for more drinks, food, craziness. I hope we can fit a fucking nap in there somewhere because we're going to need a little recharge. Oh, my God. Monster, <laughs> five-hour energy. I don't know. I hope I hope Julie has her purse stocked with some five-hour energies oh, for Jesus. us yeah. on that night. It's actually the Museum of Selfies, my friend. Oh, and uh, as I was... I was with my family, as listeners know, on vacation in Vegas. Ah. We actually walked by the Museum of Selfies and thought, oh, this might be something fun for the kids. Basically, like it's a it's a glamour shots for the new the new kids. Like it's you've been there. I haven't gone in, but I was like, what is this? Because I thought Museum of Selfies. Maybe it's like somewhere in 1862. Somebody (laughs) took a selfie and it's like all these historical selfies. No, there's many rooms and you can like pick themes to have your picture taken. It looks like a blast. Uh, you know, Pando does it right. So it's not yes. going to be some chump event. Mm-mm. And also, I just want to throw this out. We're not going to be there probably because of the nap and the five hour energy shots that we'll be doing. Uh, but at the ice bar, friends at Aaron. Oh, yeah. Uh, AaronApp.com. They're going to be doing right across from our Museum of Selfies at the ice bar. They're going to be having a party as well. Go check out AaronApp.com if you want uh, an invite to that. Whew, little crazy, little crazy. Just a little bit, little bit. How old are we? How old are we now? Good God. We're 25, motherfucker. That's how I feel. <laughs> good God, good God. And speaking yes. of birthdays, Chad. <laughs> really? <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? Uh-huh. I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. <laughs> all right. You know what that means, Chad. We got some birthdays to celebrate. Some of our fans are celebrating another trip around the sun. Let's get to that list. Barry Doctor. <laughs> Barry Doctor. Real name? I don't know. Let's check him out. Du- Duarte Mendoca. <laughs> Rick Kramer. Danielle Kaczynski. <laughs> Matt Lozar. <laughs> Gia Johnston, who was the winner of Rum with Plum. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, Gia. Happy birthday to you. Chris Brevik. <laughs> Michael Simon Cowell, Dave Ooh. Lowry, Jonathan Zilla, <laughs> Steve Gilbert, Dan Wokey, <laughs> Charlotte Adams, and our friend Lars Schmidt all Ooh. celebrate another trip around the sun. Happy birthday, everybody. And if you like rum and it's your birthday, you could win a bottle of rum. But either way, you're a winner if you go to chatcheese.com slash free. This month's winners, we're going to announce uh, our text Colonel whiskey winner goes to Jim Schneider, longtime fan in front of the show. Nice. Our Aspen Tech Labs beer winner goes to Tom Hunley, oh. Fisher's Indiana own. I promise there was no 
No uh, playing with the, no playing sure. with the votes. Sure. Votes uh-huh. on that one. And if you love t-shirts, we got JobGit sponsoring <laughs> our shirts. Go to the website, sign up. You'll likely get a shirt. And again, if you're at Unleash, hit the Work Human booth on Wednesday. We'll have shirts there. Yeah. And don't doubt the polling of this, kids, because we have Dominion doing it. It's all good. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Topics. What could that be, Joel? We know that sound in America. I don't know about <laughs> Europe. Do they do they have the beep beep truck backing up? Probably something similar. It probably sounds entirely different, though. Much like their police sirens and whatnot. You're like, what the fuck? By the is way, that? Have, you, have you heard a Tesla backup before? No. It's like a spaceship sound, like a ooh, and it gets higher as it goes like faster. Anyway. Job search engine Indeed has backtracked on its plan to introduce pay-per-application or PPA pricing. Say what? After customers complained of high bills and poorly explained guidelines. Instead, PPA will now be presented as one option alongside the legacy pay-per-click model. The company will also cap charging at $1,000 per ad after customers complain that applications and pending charges piled up at overwhelming rates. Indeed is still keen to introduce its new pricing model called pay for results. It will be available next month to most employers in the UK and the US with a rollout to other countries to follow. Chad, listeners know what we're talking about because we broke this shit back in the day. Your thoughts on Indeed's back up. Big, big props to Greg Spencer over at the AIM group. And if you're not subscribed to the AIM group, They've got great market intelligence. Go go to aimgroup.com. Pretty awesome stuff. But uh, yeah, no, that's indeed backing up the bus. So clearly Chris Himes, 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 whatever. Our love child. <laughs> have identified a major malfunction in their attempt to force every company using Indeed into a CPA or CPSA model. This is uh, this is what ego does, Joel. It drives you to make mistakes because of the worth you ascribe to yourself. All of the Indeed arrogance has finally come back to smack them in the fucking face. So would you like to hear what they're going to do now. Please tell me. I'm going to predict it. Oh, prediction. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's simple. They're going to do what they probably had planned to do in the first place. They're going to boil the frog. They will allow customers to use the old model and then slowly wean them off by forcing one group at a time instead of everyone all at once. Seriously, we've seen this with uh, with organic. First, they kicked off job boards. Then they forced them to pay. Then they kicked off staffing etc 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 so this was a, a slow boiling of the frog frog model that worked so why oh why would they go away from this model when they know historically this is what worked for them so you're saying they turned the heat up too fast and now they got to dial it down a little bit. <laughs> they just threw the fucking frog in the fire dude yeah. Yeah, there was no water at all <laughs> they threw that shit in the fucking fire all right i, I got a prediction for you you remember okay. new coke <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So so Coke has arguably the top three or four brand in the world, mm-hmm. you know, next to cigarettes and, you know, I guess Budweiser. So Coke decided let's let's put out new Coke. That's a good idea. Well, they got kicked in the butt uh, when they released new Coke, which tasted not a lot like the old Coke. <laughs> and by the way, everyone liked Coke the way it was. So yes. why change it uh, in the first place? So my prediction is Indeed is going to come out with Indeed Classic. And they're going to have that little classic <laughs> under the logo and re-release it as like the old, the old Indeed, although it won't be quite like the, the Indeed everyone used to like. Uh, that's that's my my prediction. Yeah. You said ego. I say hubris. There was a there was a time where Indeed's superpower was discipline, was focus, was keeping it simple. You and I both remember the days when, you know, Jobster changed business models every week. Mm-hmm. Simply Hired was like. Let's do resumes. Let's do banner ads. Let's do all this shit. Indeed, like stood the course. And then you had another round of people like Monster launching uh, Be Known, trying to leverage social media. You, you've, you've had these ebbs and flows. And indeed, through all that, for the most part, has been really steady, consistent. People know what they're going to get, mm-hmm. uh, aside from maybe vendors and you know agencies and whatnot. They've lost their way. And this really, I can trace back to Google for Jobs, 
that freaked them out. Programmatic started to rise. People start ask questions of why am I paying this per click when programmatic is giving me, you know, much cheaper rates. And so then they, they went into two pain. They went into like forced registration. They went. So every move that they've made is based on fear, based on unknown what Google's going to do. LinkedIn is still out there for them. Getting back to basics is probably a really good idea for them. Uh, I, I don't know if they can or if they will. I will give them credit for like doing the U-turn and saying, okay, our bad. We'll go back to the way it was or as close as we can to that. So I give them a little bit of credit there. But every move that we've seen them make since about 2017 is rooted in fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And a lot of that is traced back to to Google and programmatic and, and AI. Who knows what they're thinking in terms of, of what's going to happen to the business with that. But yeah. Hubris, fear, uncertainty, doubt has been Indeed's downfall. I don't think they can get back on track. This is going to be a slow burn. So they they literally just slam this down the throat of everybody all at once. And and it just they couldn't take. This isn't a U-turn because the CPSA is out there um, and the CPA is still out there. And any new customers that are coming on that haven't had CPC before, they're going to be forced into this new model anyway. So it's going to be one of those, again, it's a boiling of the frog type of a thing. Not to mention the 72 hours thing really was just a fucking joke where they said, Hey, you know, we're (laughs) going to give you 72 hours to go ahead and decline any candidates that don't meet your, your requirements. Well, here's how out of touch these fuckers are quote, (laughs) quote, in the future, we may not even have a time limit referring to the 72 hour time limit Mm -hmm. for applicant uh, decline says, Mukherjee, Indeed's SVP and GM of employer. It's not required for us. We believe so much in the quality of our matching. Are these motherfuckers delusional? Your matching sucks. Yes, that's what happens when you're a monopoly. You lose you lose your shit. Talk to a client. Your matching fucking sucks, dude. I mean, the arrogance is so thick, it's hard to breathe because I'm laughing so fucking hard. Now, here's a response in reference to the CPSA being exactly the same as CPC, but costing shitloads more. So McCurgie, I think, that, I think that's how you say his name. This is what he said about that. Quote, there are ways to tackle the challenge, including by getting customers to share data, getting customers to share data showing how many applications results from click-throughs from Indeed.com, end quote. Again, how fucking delusional are these assholes? No employer in their right mind, no job site, no career site, no quote-unquote trusted partner is going to give Indeed their data. Why would they do that? It makes no sense. Not to mention, if you're a vendor that's out there today, I'm speaking directly to you right now. And if you're a quote-unquote trusted partner with this new candidate registration, mandatory candidate registration, they are taking all of your candidates so they can fucking close you out of the loop. You've got to get that through your head. These guys are looking to just squeeze you until you are dead. That's it. And for everybody who's like, oh no, Indeed's just doing the right thing for the applicant. You're full of shit. That escalated quickly. I also love the $1,000 cap. Like They have customers that are used to $75 on Craigslist. Yes. And they drop $1,000. They think that's nothing. But to a lot of employers, a lot of small businesses. Delusional. That's significant. That's significant. Uh, remember the Pepsi challenge? <laughs> yes. I, I have no segue for that. But I just I remember that as I'm talking about <laughs> New Coke. That was... Those were good times. Those were good times. By the way, McDonald's is bringing back the Hamburglar. I'm just going to leave that right there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let's go to another dysfunctional <laughs> vendor. Per an email from CEO Susan Arthur of Career Builders staff that we got a hold of, the company is making an organizational change to bring the sales and marketing functions closer together in order to maximize lead generation and support revenue growth, or at least that's the spend. Kristen Mm. Kelly, who joined as chief marketing officer late 2021, will now lead the combined sales and marketing organizations. What's more, Steve Cerny, who had been with the company for 17 years, is leaving. Last one out, turn off the lights. Chad, your take on this career builder news. Are they dead yet? 
I mean, Jesus. I mean, this is fun. Don't get me wrong. But so let me get this straight. Steve, a guy with 17 years of experience, a career builder, gets the axe. A guy who, according to LinkedIn, worked his way up through the ranks at career builder in 10 different positions is out. Now, Kristen Kelly, who is no slouch, she has great industry cred and held CMO positions over the years. But now, taking the reins of revenue, sales, Take a deep breath, Kristen, because that is an animal. CMOs talk about when they're pissed off at the CR, their CRO counterparts, especially when they're drunk together at the bar, but it's usually not something that they want to touch when they're sober. I wish Kristen well, but the question begs, when has it ever been a good idea to have sales and marketing in the same hands? It's like the separation of church and state. I, to, to be quite frank, I don't know that CareerBuilder could do anything wrong because they've done everything wrong up to this point. Uh, so making a change, I mean, it, it seems like it's got to be natural, right? And Steve's been there for 17 years. If you want to make a change, you kick out the guys who have been in the seat for the longest. Yeah, speaking of companies that have lost their way, at least Indeed hasn't changed its logo yet. Remember when, remember when Career Builder did that? Yeah, uh, what a bunch of bozos. Are we a job board? Are we a tech company? Oh, fuck it. Let's just sell the business and then like slowly die as we cut staff and office space and technology. And I mean, we've documented all this on the show. There's nothing really more that, that I can say. But so I went, I went out to some of the uh, employer review sites uh, oh, to get Jesus. some in, to get some insight on some of this. So uh, one comment was sales is struggling and they are shrinking fast. Not sure how much longer they will be around. Well, this is kind of indicative of that. Uh, I'm sure they'd love to be a no sales company and just market stuff and milk their current client base until it just goes out to nothing and two or three people are left at the company. And then the second one, which I really appreciated, uh, said they should rename the company career destroyer. <laughs> Worst company I've ever worked for. Bad products, dishonest management, deceptive ownership, lousy brand, opposite of customer centric, headed toward being dismantled. You should stay as far away as possible. <laughs> I got nothing that'll top that. Career Builder, it's been nice knowing you, but uh, your slow death, while entertaining for podcast purposes, is just kind of sad. Yeah, I've always told friends who are looking to join companies that are sinking ships, it's a win-win for you, man. I mean, seriously, the, the company was sinking before you got there and you tried to keep it afloat, not to mention, you know, imagine the leadership experience you're going to gain in those situations. So this to me is a win-win for Susan and, and Kristen, who will obviously get great paydays no matter what happens. But what about those career builder employees who are bailing the water out of the sinking ship every fucking day? I mean, that has got to suck. So to me, this just feels like the extended version of Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Dude, someone hire Steve Cerny immediately. Anyone who's that loyal <laughs> yes. to this shit show oh will be your will be your most loyal employee of all time. Like Steve Cerny needs to be employed <laughs> by the time we go to Vegas next week. Good yeah, God. Good luck to Susan and Kristen. You're gonna need it, <sighs> ladies. All right. Let's take a break. Take a breath. We'll be back. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. All right, Chad. Miller Knoll, yes. or commonly known as Herman Miller, 
if you've sat in their chairs before. Uh, their uh-huh. CEO, Andy Owen, faced backlash this week after a video of her telling staff to stop asking about bonuses and focus on hitting the $26 million sales target went viral. The video of the internal staff meeting showed Owen urging employees to spend their time and effort thinking about hitting the sales target, not about what they would do if they didn't receive a bonus. Some critics have questioned whether Owen's championing of workplace equity extends to forfeiting her own bonus in solidarity with her employees. Decide for yourself. Here's the audio for your enjoyment. It's not good to be in a situation we're in today, but we're not going to be here forever. It is going to get better. So lead. Lead by example, treat people well, talk to them, be kind, and get after it. Don't ask about, what are we going to do if you don't get a bonus? Get the damn $26 million. Spend your time and your effort thinking about the $26 million we need and not thinking about what you're going to do if we don't get a bonus. All right? Can I get some commitment for that? I would appreciate that. I had an old boss who said to me one time, you can visit Pity City, but you can't live there. So people... Leave Pity City. Let's get it done. Next stop, Pity City. Chad, the CEO of the Year Award is over. Your thoughts? Oh, lead by example. I, those three words, just amazing. Because reportedly, this asshole CEO, Andy Owen, is keeping her bonus as she talks about everyone else without a bonus living in Pity City. This is the kind of bullshit and greed that has become prominent in many businesses that preach team and family. But what they really mean is that we need you to go out there and make a lot of money for me. Fuck off. Don't worry about your bonus. Get out of Pity City. I need my fucking bonus. So if you're working for Miller Knoll, how hard are you working right now? I bet you're working harder on looking for a new job than you are doing your own job because this is a morale killer. This is a sale killer. This is a brand killer. This is definitely an employment brand killer. Who the fuck's going to want to work for that asshole? I have no clue why the, the board hasn't thrown her out on her ass by now. Any CEO, any CEO who makes this kind of move should be gone. So after her remarks went viral uh, on Tuesday, She emailed an apology to workers. She said, quote, I want to be transparent and empathetic. And as I continue to reflect on this instance, I feel terrible that my rallying cry seemed insensitive. What I'd hoped would energize the team to meet a challenge we've met many times before landed in a way that I did not intend. And for that, I am sorry. So just like Indeed backtracking, Mm -hmm. a little bit of credit for the apology. Many CEOs would not make such a uh, an action. So it's afraid to lose her job. I'm not offended by this at all. We'll disagree on this. We have become so soft in this country that hearing get out of pity city offends us. It's not pity city. It's a fucking bonus. She kept her bonus and she's telling everybody else to fuck them in their bonus. That's not what I heard her say. That has nothing to do with what you heard her say. Of course, she's not going to say I'm going to give up my bonus because she did not I didn't research that part. If that's true, then that's, well, if they make their their goal, then they're going to get their bonus. Again, lead by example. If they don't get their bonus, she doesn't get her bonus. That's what lead by example means. Then get a new job. Yeah, she should. And they should. If they're offended by this, if they're mad about, you know, bonus structures, they can vote with their feet. They're not mad about bonus structures. They're mad about her keeping her bonus while she's kicking them in the nuts and them them not getting theirs. What I read was the offense taken was that the pity city, the 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 pep talk was off tone deaf. You call that a pep talk? That was that was not a fucking pep talk. Dude, you and I played sports and growing up, this shit was said every day. My dad said shit like this to me every day. You were in the military. You heard stuff a hundred times worse than this stuff. If she were a man, would we be would we be debating this? I don't Fuck know. Yeah, we would. If he's gonna say lead by example and he's not giving up his bonus, that's not leading by example. I don't give a a fuck what gender you are, what color you are, what your pronouns are. You act like this, you get thrown the fuck out. And you can't compare this to anything in the military because there's nothing to do with that. Well, not like I could quit the military in the first place. But they can. They can leave. You can't leave your family. I mean, technically, technically, a lot of us would like to. <laughs> you can leave them on Facebook. That, that That's the easiest thing. I don't know. If the issue, if the issue is she gets a bonus, you don't. To me, that's a different story. If the issue is like she offended me, I'm hurt, her words were nasty, 
I mean, to me, that just we are so soft in this country no. that we need we need to get over shit like that. My whole problem was lead by example. If they don't get a bonus, you sure the fuck don't get a bonus. If that's true, then, I, then I'm fine with that. Well, I'd like to say I'll review the story and get back to you, but I got to prepare for Vegas. So <laughs> I'm getting out of Pity City and I'm getting out of this story. But in short, if it's a if it's a like I get a bonus and you don't, that's fucked up. The board should like come in and, and fix that. If the issue is her words offended me, I say get over it and uh, grow some thick skin. Has to do with actions, not words. All right, back to reality. Fama, or do you say Fama in the Queen's English? I don't know. Fama has acquired competitive service social intelligence. The deal expands Fama's network of background screening partners and builds on Fama's goal to become the largest online screening company in the world. Fama's AI technology searches over 10,000 online public sources to detect fraudulent or illegal activities and identify extreme behaviors that are detrimental to the workplace. Based on digital profiles found on platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, as well as other online public forums. Chad, your thoughts on this deal, and be careful, your comments might show up in your Fama background check. God, I hope so. So in February of 2020, we had Ben Monet's from Fama on the show. You can check that out. And then August of 2021, Bianca Lager from Social Intelligence on the show. Like it or not, this is going to be a part of background checking and checking on current employees to make sure they're not saying stupid shit. Uh, This is part of the new world that we lived in, kids. Uh, Social intelligence has two rounds of funding that weren't published. FAMA, uh, around $18 million in funding through Series B. And and I like that Ben didn't take more because I guarantee you he could have gotten more. To me, that shows just the health and intelligence of a, a startup. Fama had experienced 160% year-over-year net revenue retention. That's huge. Wallet shares <laughs> expansion. I mean, that, that, that's, that's amazing. Increasing the size of background checking partners more than 75%, which is what social intelligence is bringing. Uh, here's a quote from the story. Fama has delivered more than 45 million reports to nearly 1,200 customers. And social intelligence boasts hundreds of clients and 80 HRS partners. I think that's the big key here. They were going at the market in, in entirely different go-to-market ways. And that was the great part of acquisition for them is when you are acquiring a company that had pretty much the same go-to-market that you did, it's either about technology or and or portfolio. In this case, it's more like puzzle pieces. You're actually growing the go-to-market in areas that you were really not focusing on. And so I think this is a really good marriage. I think it's pretty awesome. Bianca, Ben, good luck. So the background screening business is a convoluted clusterfuck of big companies, small companies, individuals, uh, state-specific, industry-specific. Like it, it, you know, in the short time that I was in the industry, it's an con- incredibly confusing, disparate business. So, Fama to me always felt like a piece of the background check business. Checking people's social media definitely important. Companies are concerned about it. But it, it is a slog to go back and, you know, decades long worth of tweets, Instagram posts, and they look at forums. Uh, you know, they mentioned 10,000 sort of points of content. That's a, that's a lot of work. It, it, it never felt like a must have. It never felt like a standalone product. It always felt like a feature that a Sterling or a higher right or someone like that should should offer their their customers so or even or even a checker for sure so oh yeah to me this was like a fringe business a feature two companies fighting for the same wallet share which wasn't huge probably comparatively to the background check business so social intelligence has been around since 2010 i think i don't think they've taken any money according to crunchbase this was a bootstrap business um, I'm sure they were ready to maybe move on, saw the challenges in the uh, the recession potential of the economy, maybe ran out of money, maybe lost a lot of business to Fama, frankly. And Fama went shopping, headed to TJ Maxx, probably got a pretty good deal. It's this consolidation opportunity, one less competitor off the board. Uh, and now they have a lot more um, leverage in terms of selling to a Sterling, a Checker, whatever, 
and getting a premium for that uh, for that sale. So to me, it always felt like a feature that every background check company should have. And now I think it's a prime opportunity for a bigger background check company to come uh, gobble that up. Sterling, we know, is a public company. I think it'd make a lot of sense for them to go to go in and buy a, a social background check feature company that like Fama that's that's uh, really become the number one player in this space, which is a fairly new space and should sell at a premium. I, I'd say let the bidding begin. If I'm uh, if I'm Mister Moans or is that? <laughs> Mones. Mo- Mones. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who had the be- the better technology, but I think that if you take a look at just signals and and being able to create context within uh, what you're looking for as a company, then you can have an opportunity not to have a ton of people going through a bunch of tweets. You just have tech doing it. Right. And then they earmark the ones that are problematic. And then you start taking a look at individuals who are having a lot of those problematic tweets posts, what have you. I think future scope, this is going to be a lot bigger. And I think it's going to be something that, you know, we're all going to have to live with. So I think, I, I mean, you know, Sterling a hell of a lot better than I do. They have, they have a huge fucking wallet. You don't see them throwing cash on the, on the table for this. No, I do. Yeah. It's, it's a, to me, it's a feature any background check company would have. And if I were a buyer, I'm you know, weighing one service over another and one service provides like depth mm-hmm. or deep uh, background screening of social media footprints, then I'm going to pick the one that has the social media footprint, particularly today with a more and more remote workforce, a more global workforce. I mean, who knows what the fuck, you know, how many social media sites you don't even know about that other countries uh, have and are popular mm-hmm. in different areas. Like you need a solution to help you sort of manage and police all that. And I think Fama's is in the, the perfect position to do that. And yes, a Sterling uh, would be the perfect check writer to bring a Fama into the uh, the family. From a technology standpoint, Sterling feels like this old kind of like old world kind of like background check company where Checker seems like more advanced. Would I be would I be wrong about that? Yep, at least uh, at least brand wise. Uh, I mean, Sterling's been around for a long, long time, yeah. and uh, the comp- a lot of the companies they've had have been with them for decades. Checker obviously provides a streamlined technological technologically focused solution that Sterling tries to sort of, you know, put some fresh paint on their, their solution. They <laughs> rebranded a few years ago yeah. um, and they're trying to look cooler in you know, the public market, but even, I mean, I think public market wise, they're still uh, under $2 billion in valuation. And the last time checker raised money, they were at like a six or $7 billion valuation. So <laughs> checker needs to make some moves and they haven't in a while. This would be a really smart move for them to justify that valuation. They have close to 680 million in funding checker. For me, that would be the the smartest move to see a sterling to try to absorb something like this would be kind of nice, but I just don't know that they could integrate it into their systems just because they probably have a shit ton of old antiquated systems. Yeah, and not even systems but culture. Yeah, good point. I mean the the culture there is sort of old school. Um yeah. to have an have been Ben and his troops come in as this sexy, cool tech uh, might <laughs> might freak everybody out. I don't know. Yeah, checker yeah. seems like a better a better fit. Higher right maybe can work. Let's take a quick break and talk about Amazon, Google, Microsoft, and who knows who else. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad. OpenAI, Google's Bard, and now Amazon Web Services is expanding its access to custom-made chips that it says can run AI software more efficiently 
and cheaply than competitors. Unlike Google and Microsoft, which have announced products for the general public, AWS is targeting corporate customers. It wants to act as a neutral platform for businesses that want to incorporate generative AI features, allowing them to pick their own software and models. AWS is marketing itself as the Switzerland of the cloud giants by selling access to multiple large language models, including ones made by Anthropic, Stability AI, and AI 21 Labs. Chad, it's a clash of the titans. What are your thoughts? Well, they'll all be doing this. Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. This is where everything blows up, okay? AWS, Microsoft, Google are able to spin these up because of their cloud capabilities. And these clouds will provide their different types of instances like AWS is talking about right now. Now, look at our partner, Veritone. Now, they've been playing in the AI space for a while now. And then if you combine a, a, a player like them, a voice platform with cloud instances that they're more attuned to their needs, in weeks you can have ChatGPT create content for you, then feed it into Veritone. And then our clone voices could be legit perform a podcast without us. We've performed over a thousand podcasts with about 700 of them or so having transcripts, which average about seven or 6,000 words per, per transcript, equaling 4.2 million words. Two things to understand here, ChatGPT can consume and train off the text, and then Veritone can provide tone and tenor to our cloned voices. Just let that sink in for a moment. That's, I mean, that's where we're at. They're talking about these new chips, and then they're talking about flexibility attuned to vendor. That's just one vendor. That's just Veritone, right? This is going to get really crazy, really fucking fast. So my mind was blown twice this week uh, from, <laughs> from AI. So number one, uh, sort of less exciting. If you haven't watched the 60 Minutes segment when they go to Google and talk about AI and chat GPT and look at Google's R&D mm -hmm. and the robots they're making and the crate like the crazy shit that's going on like watch it if you have access to look back on old 60 minutes it was last Sunday watch it the second one so I had heard rumblings about you know Beyonce's voice on a song or or you know AI Drake yeah. etc well you know how much I love Oasis uh -huh. And uh, they've been they've been uh, broken up since 2009. Anyway, some musicians got together and they took Liam Gallagher's voice and they AI'd it. They basically wrote songs in the voice of Oasis or how Oasis writes on. They, they wrote new songs, had him sing these songs, and then they had human beings apparently do the actual instruments to these vocals. So if you go to if you go to YouTube, if you're a fan, you just want to if you're interested, go to. Go search AISIS. It's AISIS <laughs> instead of Oasis. So that's pretty clever. Go to YouTube, search AISIS. And there's literally like a 35-minute album of new songs by Oasis. It sounds like sort of old 90s Oasis. It's pretty mind-blowing. And then you think about what if you had, you know, Liam sing old Beatles songs or do a duet with John Lennon? Or can you have Axl Rose sing uh, Zeppelin songs with with Robert Plant and and like you just start thinking as a music fan how many mashups how many like crazy stuff can you do yeah uh, with AI anyway aside from a Amazon my mind was blown twice because it was like hands on see this shit it, it blew my mind so anyway back to a Amazon so I'm in Bard's test uh, universe yeah. Yeah, have you too. been invited in yep. to Bard okay uh -huh. so I've kind of like tested i've done the pepsi challenge with both and 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 i can tell you that as of now open ai's results are better much than google okay you yeah. agree that's good so yeah. they're different google's are more like educational professorial open ai's feel more like everyday common man kind of answers so anyway yeah. the question to me is is ai going to be a commodity or is it going to be different right like when Google came out, search was going to be a commodity. Everyone was going to have the same results. Everyone was going to like index all the same websites. Well, Google proved that it's not. They did a little bit better. They you know guarded more attention. AWS survives and thrives because they just have a bigger boat. Our servers and their servers, servers are pretty much a commodity. If you have a bigger server farm and you can lease that out and Amazon 
sort of a loss leader for their other stuff. Anyway, server commodity, AI commodity. I just don't yeah. know, but I'm kind of betting that it's not. I'm kind of betting right now that it's going to be different. And we're, we're all going to say like, you know, open AI is just a little bit better. I'm going to use that one <laughs> as opposed to Bard. And AWS wanting to be sort of the 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 bones or the power of all these businesses that are plugging in AIs and and or APIs and using that service onto their platform. I think OpenAI is going to have a, enough of a competitive offering, particularly with Microsoft in their back pocket, that I'm betting that AWS's, whatever they're calling it, AI solutions is going to be more like the Amazon Fire uh, than it is Alexa. And I think it's going to it's gonna fade into the ether like the Amazon phone did <laughs> back in the day. Well, I think the big key here is that the AI is going to be much like cloud computing. You're going to choose whether you're on Azure, you're on AWS, you're on Google's, but you're going to you're going to choose which one you're going to be on. The big key here is again, are the veritones of the world, right? The ones who have domain specific knowledge, intelligence, and they're focused their AI in a specific area if they choose Azure or what have you. So the big three are definitely going to play and they're, and, and they're going to be really just playgrounds for these smaller companies to come pay them a lot of money to actually make more money themselves. So that's, that's how the hierarchy I see actually just falling out. Yeah. And it may be uh last company standing or last company that cares. I mean, you and I remember uh, Napster. Yeah. So you think about all these AI mashups with with voices of rock and voices of hip hop, yeah. like somebody's got to get paid and all that. There's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be regulations that have to drop for that. The training data of the, all this AI, mm-hmm. like there was a timer with video where YouTube was basically out of business because they right. couldn't afford the legal aspects of like take my you know take my movie off YouTube and. And Google came and, and saved them. So there's going to be a lot of expenses. A company like Google, Am- Amazon, and Microsoft can can weather that. I think a Veritone has to really be careful with with that whole issue. Um, smaller players are going to run into to landmines like that. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to have a toke at talent toke, maybe. <laughs> and I'm going to relax and just watch the AI action. All right, all right, all right. We out. We out. See you in Vegas. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuckleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.